0: We are on the cusp of a major social change. Do you feel it? Even if you don't, make no mistake, change is coming, and it is going to be unforgettable. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Hart, and here on Prime Spark, where we work with and on behalf of women over 55. I want to help you find that spark that will ignite your way forward, reflect your gifts to the world, and illuminate your path through this next stage of life. Through these podcast conversations, I hope to inspire you to see how you can make a significant contribution to some of the gnarly problems that are facing us right now. Join me, and together, let's discover our Prime Spark. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us. Crime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling, and productive lives now and in the future. The mission of Crime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get started now. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Linda DeNike, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Linda S. DeNike works with sage age individuals who have big things to do in their life, in a fit body to boot. She has forty years of dance and healing movement experience, and well over twenty thousand hours instructing sensitive souls in healing and intuitive energy studies. She brings it all together in her business, holistic mind and movement. Hi, Linda. I'm so happy you're here with us today.
1: Why, thank you so much. Happy to be here. (laughs) It's
0: exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So just in getting started, tell me, do you experience getting older? And if you do, what is that experience? And if you don't, Why is it that you think that you don't? I would say that yes and no.
1: (laughs) How do you like that? Teeter-totter, right? Um, Yeah, I would. (laughs) One experience of getting older, walking past the mirror and wondering where the brown hair went. (laughs) So really the image in my mind, and I've had gray hair for over 10 years. (laughs) I'm 69, maybe longer. Yeah, and um, so that that the visual, the visual, I oh I always surprise myself. Now on the other hand, I feel <laughs> inside young. You know, I feel young. Um, you know, I have low energy day. I'm real. You know, I'm kind of like what you would call a sensitive, intuitive, a psychic. That's the old term that we used to hear a lot. And um, so I'm so sensitive to energy. I do have up and down days, you know, and uh, that's, that's been one of my big, that's why I do what I do because I have to manage that, manage that aspect of being very sensitive to energy. And, um, but basically when I, uh, you know, have my, a nice fresh practice, it is a practice. There's something you do regularly I just feel young and youthful and I move well, you know, I move around physically well and um, that can be different if I let those things go. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. You know, most of the women that I talk to and ask that question, really many, 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 many of them say that physically, sure. You know, I see some differences. I feel some differences that, that, that. But inside, I feel young. I I feel probably better than I've ever felt. I feel more me. I feel free. I, um, so I find it really interesting, and I don't know how long it's going to take our culture to catch up with what we're really like, um, because we're very young at heart. Um, yeah. so. we, we're wise
1: enough to know that we need to be.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Now, you all listeners can't see that Linda has gorgeous white gray hair and a very, 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 very long braid. And so when you say if you've had gray hair for 10 years, it must have taken you longer than that to grow that braid.
1: Well, perhaps it did. That's another thing. Time is kind of a, a sketchy with me. I literally have to sit down kind of create a mental timeline and begin to focus into what was going on at that time to know information, you know, and given my background, that's the way I operate. I, I, um, I use those intuitive senses to kind of direct my entire life and always have. So, um, yeah, um, let's see. I started dancing again. At about age, gosh darn, you know, it's, I, no, you know, it really is just about 10 years um, that I let the length of hair grow. And this happened because I'm a dancer. That's my background, dance. And I wanted to get back into dancing. I had let that go for the, a, a, a large window of time. And um, I wanted to get back into dancing, contacted an old performance friend who had a company and said, "Shar, I want to take classes. Will you take me? She goes, come on down, you know? And so here I am with these beautiful Persian women, 30s, age 30. (laughs) I'm like 50, you know, late fifties. And Everything was a bit of a struggle to get back into dance turns, you know, because you use that, you lose your brain equilibrium if you don't use it. However, if you use it, you get it back. (laughs) So I would look at her and say, I'm going to throw up with these like, you know, 50 turns. And she goes, That's okay if you have to, just stop, settle down get back into it, that will normalize for you once again. I'm like, I highly trusted this, you know, sage dancer. And I'm saying, okay, that be the case. I'm doing it. And of course it came back. And um, anyway, so that's not an issue anymore. Uh, Let that be a, a, a big message to people. What you had, you can get back. Rather than thinking you cannot get those things back, you can get so much back. I even feel as far as movement and dance, taking care of my body. I'm better than I was because I'm more
0: conscious than I was when I was younger. So when you say you got back into dance about 10 years ago, when did you start dancing and what kind of dancing?
1: I was four. (laughs) You really don't want to go back that far. I did, you know, what all, all of us did at that age was, tap acrobat and ballet so this is all like you know get, get your kids somewhere to move them around kind of classes but i started classical ballet at age 10 i um was very very i, I loved it so that was like three times a week then it then it, it shortly as i grew a couple years older it was every day of the week then it was three times a day into my teen years And um, I was a ballet geek, you know, and uh, so that's my foundation, very strong foundation. I really understand how to use the muscles to form the body, to strengthen parts of the body. So people may not relate ballet to their current life body, but so much of what you learn in there helps to strengthen, you know, everything from the floor up. And I actually teach that stuff in a modified way. And I don't think classical ballet and going on stage, but think ballet technique, learning the beauty of ballet basic exercises, but for the purposes of strengthening your sage age body, <laughs> getting really strong hips, you know, because it's one of the most frail things when bodies get older, you hear about hip problems, hip problems and downhill problems, I'm like. No, we're getting strong hips, strong buttocks. You know, that's the foundation of the back. We're going to be powerhouses. And so that's what I did. I started dancing again, and I just went back into pulling in all my, um, when I stopped dancing, I did have that period of like 30 to 55 or so. I stopped dancing. I did various things like yoga, qigong, tai chi, but not to the degree of dance training, very intensive dance training. And I was a dance performer. Um, I, I lost a lot of strength because I was a strong dancer. And I began to have back problems because I also had a stressful life. And so in this period of time, which is a good chunk of time, I learned how to do exercises to alleviate back pain or back crisis, because I was in crisis. I was down to the floor, faint kind of thing, crisis with back problems. I learned how to use my background in meditation and stress release to you know, make the healing process faster, because you can be relaxed and open and have flow through these channels. The body can heal quicker. And, and I learned the beauty of breath, you know, this amazing thing that comes with the body that we do not utilize to the degree we need to. And, um, and so I really use that now. That's what I help people with those things. Um, I I work with a group of older women and, uh, you know, these are part of the things that we we do in our work. Plus a lot of balance, a lot of movement, uh, dance.
0: Exercise, you know. So, what do you mean by sage age?
1: Well, I don't. I'm not a fan of senior. The word senior, I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. And um, so, you know, I go into my mind thing, you know, like the deep diver that I am, and I came up with, you know, in one sense, I look at older women as having this body of wisdom because they've lived a full life and they know a thing or two. You can't get through life without knowing a thing or two. And to me, I always would say to myself, I'm going to live to hundred because think how much wisdom I'll have. Won't that be awesome. And so I'm like, Hmm, Sage where really what you have. And I think this fits into what you do, Sarah is like, if women can just speak of what they did in their life, that they most likely disregard. Other people listen with a jaw drop, right? Because everybody's so uniquely different. And other people can spot your brilliance more than you because it's so common, right? And um, so I just feel like we're all teachers, which is what you wanna bring out of people and get that That energetics, hands held, get the women to notice. There's a whole bunch of women. Like I think of this picture, I know I bounce, I'm sorry about this. (laughs) That are sitting perhaps on a couch watching their favorite game show or TV when they have this brilliance in them and just talking and sharing stories and. In a sense, willing to up their game of understanding their own life, so there is some sense of uh, self-development, maybe spiritual uh, development, evolution that would come into play. I want to mobilize those people on that couch.
0: <laughs> I, I love want it. To,
1: get them to hold hands. I love it. And go into healing work and getting their bodies up and running, doing the things they may have dropped by the wayside, um, and in a way where they get the most benefit out of them. So, sage age, that's what I see this as. When we, you know, like you say, the 55 are close, 50 and over, you know, just really juicing all of that life experience to you know, and, and letting the brilliant shine. And once that happens, you're going to start evolving more. That's my belief. anyway.
0: So I want to come back to something you said, you said, if you, if you live long, um, you've learned a lot. You think that's yep. true for everybody? I mean, is everybody after 50, 55 sage?
1: I, I think there's a potential for it. I think if um, a lot of times, if you can get past, so everybody has a personality. Everybody has a wrapper. And not all that is bright and shiny wrapping paper. Some of it's got thorns, <laughs> Cr- crinkles and crumples. But you know, if you can get through, and if there were you know, it's a give and take. Get through to like what are their beliefs? Where are if if you work with people, it's the same old things. What are what are your beliefs? What do you you know, what is your faith in? What? Where have you been hung up? Um, I just think getting people talking, but there has to be a willingness for, I'll call it healing, right? Maybe something that has been harbored as difficult in life really holds a ton of wisdom. If it can be reflected upon uh, to see, and I hate to say this too, what the lesson in it was. And so I, I feel like people understanding uh, the things I I geek out about are like um, that uh, you know, I'm a uh, hypnotherapist or a consulting hypnotist. Basically, what that is, is knowing how the mind works and knowing how our mind was formed, the mind that we use every day, knowing what's in our subconscious and that we use that as a Bible for how we act out our life and that that may not be on target information and willing to just reflect upon that and letting adjustment take place as you reflect, which is kind of what can happen there. Um, So yeah, I feel like everybody embodies wisdom it does it may not be unleashed
0: <laughs> it's a wonderful way of saying it i'm going to i'm going to think that because i know people have talked about that they don't like to hear me say older women and so I, they say say wiser women and i say well i'm not sure all of us are wise um i know some really wise young people and yeah. i know some old people older people that i don't know if i would describe as wise the potential may be there But um, so I think that's interesting. So what what are the healing modalities that you use along with your dance?
1: Okay, so we're talking about two different careers here. I had a dance career, performance career. So the part I loved about dance was how does dance happen? How does the body move? But the other part of I loved about dance was when I would dance, I was in ballet class. I would love, my heart just flew open and I was just in this energy of expression of love. And every, so when I danced, it was beautiful. (laughs) And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. That's what I kind of feedback I got. And the way I felt, I can definitely claim that, felt beautiful. And I, and it was just, I had the freedom to love in my body while I danced and expressed through dance. I didn't have this freedom at home. It was kind of an intense home sit, home life. Um, and the other part is I wasn't good at verbalizing. So when this happens very often, sensitives feel everything, but they don't have a, a language for how to communicate what they feel. So I was really stunted in that area. <laughs> so my, all of my expression was physical expression and performance was just very easy for me because that would be a spotlight for you know body speak <laughs> I could love and dance and be on a stage and do all that that work I couldn't talk. <laughs> so um that's one career. Second career as I left that because I had this caught this pull, this like what is going on with me? And and, and it was so intensive and It was like my sixth chakra popped open, didn't know what that was. And I got pulled and where I started getting answers is to study psychic energy, you know, study about energy, psychic abilities started to give me answers, but also in that kind of study, you're practicing um, energy practices. So it got me down to earth, it actually got me verbalizing, right? I couldn't verbalize, uh, really hold a conversation, um, didn't feel safe to hold a conversation. And, um, you know, I did that for 22 years. So that was the next level of career. And so I bring those together because I can't leave the healing part out because it is me. <laughs> so I, for a long time, would, would teach working with older bodies, I worked in a senior center, I worked with back pain relief, I worked with breath work. And I would speak as a person with that kind of background. But I wouldn't say you, this is what you're doing. This is how you're working with your energy, you are opening up energy channels, you are that I basically just started bringing that in uh, during COVID time. When I went online, I had to go online because I had to get out of the, the senior centers, close their doors. Right. So I, um, <clears throat> I began to work with a handful of my students that were willing, not all seniors are willing to go online if they're quite sage age. <laughs> so you can look at that from many angles, sage age, many lenses, right? Um, they don't want to deal with the computer. <laughs> so um, I just had a small handful and I went more that direction, along with the rest of the work and dance as well.
0: So, if somebody comes to you um, in, in person, let's say, because are you seeing people in person now?
1: I'm seeing a small group of people. Uh, just started working with them again um, in in the clubhouse where I live. That's something I offered the women. <clears throat> and so I figured, hmm, I'm going to use this as a little r and I want their language. How do they, exactly the questions you're asking me, it's like, how do they speak to themselves? And we know why that is. That's used in marketing. So people can, like, that, must, that sounds like me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And they can latch on. So, you know, they can begin to undo some of the things they do want. <laughs> That we do with our mouth, our mind. So I am working with um, a new group of women.
0: So and when somebody comes to you, what what do you, what if 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 I came to you, what would you have me do? What would what would I do from the beginning?
1: Well, first of all, you'd have to let me know why you're coming to me. <laughs> so say you came to me purely for your body was in pain, and. I would, I kind of would start in a sense from the outward and I'd start with just pure postural alignment. How are you holding your body? You know, and can we start there to make some adjustments? And so through this process, you get to know me and how I work. (laughs) And, um, you know, all of me kind of leaks out through me as I'm working with the person, they get more of a an idea of what's happening. So we would may start purely physical, how are how are you holding your body? Where does it hurt? How is what you're doing contributing to the pain? And work on that level, get some exercises with breathing. So breathing exercises with movement, that would alleviate pain, structural placement, that would help, you know, not exacerbate pain that you may have, opening up the body, um, getting some of the, what happens with gravity, (laughs) right, we're compacted, opening up the body, the joints, building the muscles to hold the body up and erect, and placing the structure of the body where it needs to be, developing the muscles to hold it. I would work on that level and also start to listen. How do you refer to yourself? How do you refer to you, your body at this age? Uh, this is what happens when you get old. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's rethink that. And, you know, uh, tip- so typically what I do is to help people kind of begin to listen to themselves and learn about how their words guide all the already instruction from life inside them to go into action. So if I say, oh, it just keeps getting worse, subconscious delivers. Oh, let's get worse. You know, understanding how how you work, how the mind works, the subconscious mind works. So the would be the understanding hypnosis. We're up against that all day long, one thing after another, one trance after another. We go for belief systems. So that if you were coming to me for healing and energy work, I I am more of in in uh, um, to teach people about their own energy system and their effectiveness with it, rather than me do the work healing work for you, which I can. I want to teach you about your energy system and how to. Uh, get it flowing and moving, and know that it has to keep circulating, and know what might influence—you know, what on an energy level might influence
0: all the way to body physical. Um, so is or, is the thing that most people come to you for pain, or or what? What do most do? You work primarily with women or not? Um, primarily with
1: women, but there have been men who are uh, attracted to the work. Because it's slow work, it, uh, I find that men generally like to really like, tell them, please do not fold, spindle, or mutilate yourself. There's a more of a push that men often give the work they do. Um, men who like yoga would get it, you know, um, because they're willing to take a gentler approach to something. And that's where all the learning is—is is in the subtleties of the work and the observation, and subtle shifts and changes. So,
0: yeah. So let me an idea at all what I do. Right. Let me come back to what I asked you when I got when I got sidelined into sidetracked into working with men. What do most people come to you for? Pain or or understanding or problems or Uh, wanting to increase joy or what, what is it?
1: Yeah, no, they, so at this point, most of them come on the levels of either building strength or that's the entry point now, I would say, but prior entry points, when I worked in the senior center, the class was called the back class. (laughs) So they knew it's like back, Pain relief and awareness of the back, so I have mixed entry points, so to speak. But really, it's about strengthening, you know, getting the older body strengthened. And yeah, I would say that. Um, and then a lot of them transition into learn about healing and just how they're using their mind about their body. So. Um, but I would say now the current entry point is having something to do with body, body breaking down, body needs help, body needs <laughs> strengthening. Can I begin to do that thing I used to do again? That kind of entry point.
0: That's, that's wonderful. So can you describe for us a particularly wonderful experience you had with, a, with working with a client at some point? And what they experienced?
1: Um, Now, a lot of my people I've had for nine, 10 years. So I get to see this progression, lovely progression. But I, I, I have some stories and I don't even know if these would be like the kind of stories where you would market with them, but things that just thrill me. I have a 90 year old, I've had her for nine years. She came to me on canes and bad knees. I can't, and she came into the classroom after my meeting her, after I taught a dance class, telling me proudly she couldn't dance because she had bad knees. And I said, Well, you come with me and we'll strengthen below and above and we'll see if we can't get some changes here. So she did. And so I had a, a dance group, and she danced in that dance group on the stage, running all over it for five years. <laughs> now, to me, that's huge. That is now, huge. She, yeah, given that, and, and she was older, we put, put, when she would tuck her out, we'd put chairs, we'd have spotters, you know, and everybody would, she was the oldest dancer, everybody would be aware to, you know, be. Be aware of the people around you if they need help. Because we're working with older bodies. So we she made we may I had to actually make her sit down, sit down, <laughs> recover. And I would teach her how to recover. I taught her how to meditate so she could pull her energy and build her energy level again to get up and help just start start participating again. So she learned <laughs> she learned a lot. Where where this really benefited her, she she had all this. Uh, practice in breath work, meditation, getting her act back together energetically. She um, went through a a procedure and they punctured her lung, but they did not know it. Neither did she. When she got home, uh, there became a fluid leak and her lungs were filling with fluid. Because she knew how to breathe, all the breath training she was able to call the paramedics breathe past where the fluid was building and basically you know save her butt until (laughs) sorry about that until the paramedics got to her so this is what i feel so important if you can learn some fixes to learn how to listen to your body which i teach learn some fixes that you can do in the moment that will either alleviate it so it won't turn into something big, say it's a twinge or muscle thing, or by time that you need until you can get professional help, which could be paramedic or getting to the doctor, those are things everybody should know. They should know that they can do that, that have the power to do that, to work with their own bodies and they don't have to leave, think that they can't. And I say this because I've watched people tell me you know, bending over with bad back, know exactly what the pain is because I was there way too many times. Say, well, I'll, I'll join the class after I go to my doctor, can't see him for a month. And every time I'd see him, they're bent over farther and just screaming agony. You can just see their insides, eventually not seeing them at all because they didn't act in the moment to take care of something that they could have better. She, I, she could have relief just from coming in and breathing in my class. I had many people come in and wracking in pain and go, oh my God, it came in, I was in such pain. I'm not, I don't have anything, you know, because the body can supply that to you
0: it's if right you know how to access it. Yeah, when you talk about that, Linda, one of the things that occurs to me is that potentially a lot of surgery on knees and backs, and especially knees and backs and hips, I think would be unnecessary if people did some of the kind of work that you offer.
1: I I believe that I I um I won't
0: say that. No, you can't say that. <laughs> you don't say that to people. You, do, Look, you didn't say that. I said that. You didn't. Yes, say
1: you that. said that. I have had people who um, have come to me. I have one woman who said, I got to find an old ballet dancer who understands injuries. That's what I want. And then she goes, She came to my back class and she's like, Oh my God. I dreamed <laughs> an up. old ballet dancer. <laughs> <laughs> an old ballet dancer who knows what injury is and feels like. Oh, uh, That was me, right? My new injury. And so And she had had knee replacements and hip replacements. They wanted to do her neck. And so in class, you know, there's a certain maintenance that must go on if you have joint replacement. And she made me very aware. This is a real important thing. You know, people leave this part out. It's not to be left out. And, um, and so she would just, you know, get stronger and better at things, um, practicing what I taught. And yes, I didn't know injury really well and pain and how to get out of certain things. And she'd even come like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I've been studying, looking at the computer and my neck and they want to do my neck and I can't let them, oh my God, I'm so afraid. But I know I need to get to class. She gets to class, does the exercise, which I, if you tell me at the beginning of class, what's going on with you, I'll go, okay, well, that's what class is today. We'll work on that. And she's like, took the class. How you doing? Oh, it's
0: gone. <laughs> yeah, you know, it. She's like, ah! so uh, we are almost out of time, Linda. But yeah. tell tell me what's next for you?
1: Good question. So I feel just like when I transitioned from um, from dance life to Energy work life, healer, reader, clairvoyant, and all that stuff. And I was a trainer. And then leaving that life, I evolved my own thing, which is kind of what we're talking about now. And I feel like something like that is happening right now. It's almost like there's a bit of unknown. And, you know, one thing I do know is I have to teach. That's me. I got to have fun and play. That's me. I. Gotta continue to do healing. So I don't really see myself doing something different, but the way I do it might be different.
0: Oh, this so is I don't fun. have
1: the picture yet, but I love this. I kind of love the not knowing space where it could drive you nuts, but I'm like, okay, let's see what this looks like.
0: Yeah, no, I think
1: the downloads
0: if, if we can get into being excited about and loving that uh, that transition time that word,
1: loving heart loving heart is huge heart is a different kind of guide and we've always been guided by the intellect so I really feel like that's a huge
0: piece yeah I agree I think I think that that we we know um rather than no Anyway, um, uh, the audience can't see all the things we're doing about pointing to this and pointing to that, but <laughs> I hope that everybody gets a sense of it. So, Linda, this has been so wonderful. I'm sure people um, would like to get in touch with you. If they if they want to do that, how can they do that?
1: Well, I have a website, lindadonike.com. So the website. You can also friend me on Facebook, just a personal friend. LyndaDenike.com and uh, message me. I heard the podcast and I am interested in what you do. Can we have a chat? And of course we can.
0: (laughs) We can connect. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So that's our time today. Please Please, join us again. You can find out more about Prime Spark Podcast. You will find it on every popular outlet. You can find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. Thank you so much to my guest, Linda DeNike. It has been so much fun. And don't Thank forget, you. you're welcome. You can find her at Linda DeNike. That's Linda, denik com lindadenike.com Thank you for being with us. Spread tolerance and love. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to stay updated, you can head over to my website, primesparkwomen.com and get my free spark guide, Seven Questions to Ignite Your Spark, to help you discover your own spark.